she's a small wonder, and she'll make your heart Microchips here and there She's a small wonder Brings love and laughter everywhere Talk Recorded live That's right What's up everybody? Two peas on a pod back here coming at you. We got a uh, an episode today we're going to be doing on uh, guilty pleasures, our personal guilty pleasures. And uh, I'm Jason here as always with Dale, my co-host. Uh, how's it going, man? Oh, it's going all right, dude. Just same old crap. Same old, same old. But uh, yeah, man, is there anything you wanted to get into? Any Any recent watches or anything like that? Uh, yeah, um, I've, um, found out that the, uh, I don't know why I never even thought of this, the library up at the school I'm at, uh, has, you know, uh, a fairly decent, uh, selection of movies, although most of them are VHS. Um, but, um, uh, I read it, um, God, what is that movie? The Long Good Friday? The Bob oh, Hopkins yeah. movie? Have you seen that? I don't think I have. It's, uh, it was pretty good, dude. It's, uh, 1979. Uh, it's Bob Hoskins and, uh, Helen Mirren. Uh-huh. Two of the main people. Uh, you have the guy, I can't remember his name at the moment. He played Belloc in Raiders of the Lost Art two years later. Okay. He's in there. And a young Pierce Brosnan is in it. Uh, Looks just like he did in Remington Steel. Yeah, man, it's crazy to think that Pierce Brosnan's been around for that long. Yeah, uh, this is 35 years ago. Um, I'm sure it's just as crazy to him. But uh, I it, think most people would agree the, uh, the best James Bond. I really <laughs> like him. Uh, Golden Eyes. Uh, well, he's. I think he was given a shaft on his movies, his Bond movies. His Bond movies got ridiculous. Uh, I like Pierce Brosnan as Bond. And uh, GoldenEye is one of my favorite Bond movies. Oh, yeah, I think a lot of people like GoldenEye. Um, Sorry, I didn't mean to uh, derail you there. No, 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 it's fine. Um, But uh, it's, uh, it's, it's like a mixture of American and British gangster movies. Uh-huh. And uh, it's it's really good. Uh, you know, Hoskins plays... He's not even really a gangster. He's more of a, a racketeer uh-huh. um, who is uh, trying to make a, a big deal with Americans in London to bring in a ton of money for his organization. And then, you know, shit starts going down. And I'm not going to ruin any of the movie. I, I I recommend it for you, and then for anybody listening to this or the scene, it's actually a pretty good flick. The music 
is awesome. It's it's like really very much late seventies, early eighties uh keyboard kind of music, I guess. They were trying that new progressive stuff at the time. Oh yeah. And uh it's really uh bombastic almost. And at first I didn't know what to think of it. It's like almost overbearing, but I grew to really love it. Uh, but uh Hoskins is awesome and it. he really is. Yeah, uh, 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 yeah, exactly. Exactly, you know. Yeah, it wasn't too long ago. Um, and this is a movie of his I've been wanting to see for a while. I just it's Criterion, so I hadn't gotten around to seeing it yet. Oh yeah. Um, but the the Criterion DVD, uh, I've read it and watched it on this. I guess one of the first DVDs Criterion put out. It's just number 26. And, oh, wow. Uh, it's no subtitles on there at all. <laughs> I That's was not fun. expecting that for Criterion. Um, so you, you got to kind of grab one and, and read you a number off of something I had here. A Criterion. Um, shit, I can't find one. I was just going to see what what number I had, if I had one laying around. I'm sure there are at least uh, hundreds by now. Yeah, I'm looking here. Modern Times, Charlie Chaplin's Modern Times, it's 543. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, they've uh, come a long way. Yeah. But uh, I think they re- I'm guessing they started renumbering their stuff when they went to uh, DVD. Because, you know, they were on Laserdisc for a while. Yeah. And they yeah. put some uh, interesting movies on Laserdisc that I kind of wish would get the criteria treatment again. Like Ghostbusters. Yeah. Um, and I think they did the original King Kong, which definitely deserves a good criteria release. Absolutely. Uh, but... Uh, Yeah, I mean it's it's a great movie. I, I highly recommend it. And what year did you One say it was? Seventy-nine. Oh, okay, it's newer than I thought it was. Yeah, it's it's kind of at least for me it was a little hard to get used to uh, Hoskins' accent because yeah. you know he's just speaking his native accent. Oh yeah, uh, it's kind of hard to understand. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I just used the Bluetooth thing I've got, so I was oh, getting it okay. streaming straight into my ear, so it helped out. That's it still awesome. took some getting used to, but, you know, it didn't detract from the movie. It was uh, really good stuff. Um, I think of what else I watched. I uh, rewatched uh, The Rock last night. The Nicolas Cage, Sean Connery? Yes, yes. Yeah, that's the one I got to recast. I had to rewatch myself. Well, that's on Criterion, and I need to pick that up. Um, that's Criterion. Yes. Oh man, that's it's, awesome. Uh, they uh, they released The Rock and Armageddon on DVD. Criterion did yeah. around the same time, I think. Um. Yeah, that's one I often reference uh, when people talk shit about Michael Bay, and I'm probably one of the first people to talk shit about him. But like, I mean, he did movies that were good at one point. 
He's got it in him. I mean, Pain of Gain was good. I love Pain um, of Gain, man. Yeah, I do too. Um, and, you know, The Rock is, you know, it's something like that's different than Pain of Gain. Pain of Gain's a very low key movie for hell. Yeah. Um, but, uh, man, The Rock has such a good, solid cast. And, uh, it's just a great movie. It's a bit long, but all his movies are. Yeah. Um, but, um... When's the last time you saw Con Air? Uh, I guess about three years ago, maybe. Really? <laughs> I kind of love those together, because I think it, Con Air came out soon after The Rock. Yeah, I guess... Yeah, both of those have Cage, so... I guess... I don't know. Maybe they had a deal going at the time or something. I think he was like a an action star trying to be an action star. Oh, he's. Uh, it, it's interesting seeing Cage uh, screaming Zeus's butthole. I don't know why that term. It, it comes out of nowhere with him uh, saying that, but. Seeing him chewing up the scenery with Shaw Connery is something else. Um, <laughs> because Connery, uh, he could chew up some a lot of scenery. Oh yeah, uh, and he's great in it. I, I, you know, I was watching. I thought it was a damn shame he pretty much retired after uh, leaving Extraordinary Gentleman. Yeah, uh, cause I love Connery. I really do. Yeah, me too. But, uh, it was, uh, see, William Forsythe was in that. I had, I had totally forgotten he was in it. Really? We saw him at that uh, convention we were at. Yeah, yeah. I didn't realize he was in there either. Yep. He's, uh, he's in there. David Morris is in there. Tony Todd. Oh, okay, okay. I remember Tony Todd now. Uh, Tony Todd's my, um, he's my boy. I love Tony Todd, he's, man. He's awesome. Yeah, I've never seen him uh, a performance of his I didn't like. I do like the guy. Um, see, Ed Harris, of course, he's, he's always, always good. Ed Harris is always uh, good. Um, there were others. Uh, there was Bokeem Woodbine, I guess that's how you say his name. Oh, Bokeem, uh, yeah. Bokeem, yeah, I just... Uh, the only I see his face and I think of that horrible movie. Uh, it's a B movie, uh, Blackmail. Yeah, that's that's one your brother's a big fan of. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. I can't stand it. Uh, <laughs> so I just saw his face and that immediately brought that. That Bokeem of uh, of uh, Sniper Two fame. I haven't seen Sniper Two. I need to get on that. Missing out, man. But it bump it to number one in the list. Okay. Uh, yeah, see, I've got to see the first Sniper. Yeah. Um, so the first Sniper is actually a good movie. Back before... Uh, oh, shit. Man, I remember he's garbage these days. Uh, the lead actor uh, is... Um, Tom, Tom Berenger. Tom Berenger, yeah, that's it. Before he that's kind of fell off and... Yeah, I guess both of them. They both pretty much have done nothing but like B movies for the past 
15 years. Yeah? Yeah, they have. Um, Tom Berenger and Trey Williams have been tag team in the uh, Substitute series. Yeah, those are good movies. <laughs> See, that works into the guilty pleasure thing to me, man. I'm oh, yeah. Substitute. I watched it, uh, uh, I guess, a couple years ago. And uh, uh-huh. that movie to me just feels like so like mid nineties, you know. Yeah. Oddly enough, it reminds me of uh, staying at your place when we were kids and watching movies like till oh, yeah. like almost the sun was coming up. Oh man, um, yeah, I still do it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's what it reminded me of, uh, and uh, yeah, substitutes. Pretty excellent. It's pretty, pretty out there, but it's it's good stuff. Um, the substitutes like it's like the adult version of uh, oh man, the fucking uh, Michelle Pfeiffer movie with the you know the the kids, the urban urban kids that you gotta you know make smart. Uh, it doesn't matter what the name of it is, but you know what I'm talking about the one where Coolio has yeah. Gangster in Paradise on it or. Uh, Whatever the fucking name of it is. My memory is garbage right now for some reason. Oh, but, shit. With Michelle Piper. Um, you know what I'm talking about. Anyway, it's like the... Dangerous Minds. Dangerous Minds, that's it. Yeah. Fuck, man. Yeah. Uh, I need to quit referencing things I can't remember the names of. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's it's like, okay, I'll just fucking murder your ass, you know? <laughs> that's, what, yeah. that's what the substitute's like. Uh, it's, yeah, I mean, it's like, the kids are all, like, they're all cliches, all of them. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Every girl in there is pregnant. Every yeah. one. <laughs> you know, uh, and they're, and all their the parents, dudes are drug dealers. Their parents are crack addicts, and they're, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and then you have, like, it's always somebody, some special forces dude comes in there. He invites more special forces dudes in there, and they have a massive, like, gun battle within the school. Uh, and that's just, that's great filmmaking right there. That is. But, uh, you already, you, you had me. I'd already bought a ticket, the way you just described yeah. it. Well, dude, I've watched that. I've watched that shit all the time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, uh. The, uh, the the last movie I actually just finished watching a couple hours ago uh, was uh, the A Team, the movie. Oh Jesus! It was like Bradley Cooper and shit in it. Yeah. Do you see it? No, no, unfortunately not. It's it's fun, you know. I, I enjoyed it more than I thought I would. It, it's ridiculous as hell. But the show was ridiculous. And uh, Liam Neeson's in that? Yep, he's Hannibal. Liam Neeson's Hannibal, okay. Uh, it's got, uh, I cannot remember the dude's name. It's the only thing I've ever seen him in. I guess he was a football star or something. Is uh, Baracus. B.A.? He's good. Yeah, he's fine. B.M.? Uh, yeah, B.M. Yeah. B.M. Baracus. Uh, see, every time I think of that name, B.A. Baracus, because uh, you remember Crystal started trying to sell actual <laughs> hamburgers. 
Yeah. There, so I always called it the B.A. Baracus Burger. <laughs> uh, the Black Angus Burger? Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, exactly. Uh, I mean, that should have been his name of the show, Black Angus. Uh, like a porn Black Scotsman, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Do they still sell those burgers? Those are actually pretty good. I I don't know. I really I don't, don't know, man. I don't think they do. But, uh, I don't really like Crystal all that much, but I did like those burgers. Well, uh, the standout, uh, though, in that movie to me was uh, Sholto Copley, or Copley, the guy from uh, District 9. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy's awesome. Yeah, he's great, man. He he was awesome in Elysium. He was. Um, he was the best part about Elysium. Yeah, he was. He, he I mean, uh, Matt Damon was just you know Matt Damon, you know, like just sitting there. <laughs> but uh, he, I mean, he put some. I don't know. He 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 went all out into that role. He was great. He sold the show. Um, yeah. And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing him and more stuff. Yeah. Um, um, it was thinking fun, of Matt Damon. Go ahead. Speaking of Matt Damon, uh, did you hear that he's planning on uh, reprising his role in those uh, uh, Jason Bourne films? Yes. I did see that. How surprised are you? Well, he's always had that to fall back on. <laughs> You know, he did Elysium and it didn't do all that well, so he's going to go back to Jason Bourne. I mean, I guess that just means that they offered him enough money to where he was willing to do it. I guess so. I mean, Matt Damon is a bad rap. I think he is a he is a good actor. I don't have a problem with him, but he 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 can be like wooden, you know that Matt Damon, you know the thing that yeah. he's all you know criticized for. He can be that way, but. I, I do think he's got pretty decent acting chops. Um, yeah, I like the guy. I really do. Um, but uh, I decided I don't like him after learning that he uh, he he loved that puppet of himself and Team America. But that's cool, man. That's that's cool. That he could take a joke like that. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, but uh, it, it, see, that's one of the best parts of the movie. <laughs> Just seeing that that damn puppet come up. But I did like reading that. That's not how they intended it at first, apparently. Oh, really? They were just going to have him in there, but they said he looked completely retarded when they made it. So they just uh-huh. changed it up so he was retarded. <laughs> he's in. Uh, he's an in Interstellar. Is he? Okay. Yeah, I didn't realize that either. Um, trying to see something that I've seen him in recently. Uh, Contagion was good. I like Contagion a lot. Uh, the Adjustment Bureau was good. Oh, I loved him in True Grit. The True Grit remake. Yeah. Yeah, he was good. That was a good movie. It was. Um, that was one of the better remake type movies. I just, I just find it funny that uh, uh, Jeff Bridges, he does that, and then he, 
he does uh, what is that RFPD? Yeah, yeah. And he, he he's still it's, acting like Rooster Cogburn. Though. That's the same dude, man. He doesn't change at all. No. <laughs> I think that's funny. Um, but that's a shame. That's a shame that movie did so poorly because he's, uh, you know, he's a great actor. He is. And I have to say, I'm glad to see uh, Bo Bridges is still doing, I guess, uh, television work. That's I what I like Bo Bridges, too. I, I love Bo Bridges, man. I'd love to see him do more uh, features. I think he's kind of an underused talent. Dude, the last thing I, I recall seeing him in was that Max Payne movie. Okay. That was a god-awful movie. <laughs> Uh, him and Chris O'Donnell. Oh, yeah. He was in the uh, Dependents from 2011. I don't know if you saw that one. Nah, I don't think I did, no. It was uh, Oscar Potter back when that, that year, uh, oh. George Clooney. Not a bad movie. Yeah, I haven't seen that. He had a relatively small role in there. Um, but what I know Bo Bridges from mainly is uh, the Sand Kings. The episode of The Outer Limits. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, man. That was like a two-parter, I guess. Two-parter, that, yeah. that was really cool, man. I'm going to put that shit on right now, man. I love that fucking episode. Or, I guess, two episodes. It's really like a feature when you put them together. Yeah. It's a really strong uh, beginning for that series, too. That's a big, big shout-out to... Uh, the rerun of Outer Limits, whatever you call it, the the new Outer Limits. And I know uh, oh. fans of the fans of the series, the older series, you know, will will shit on the new one, but I love that new one, man. I love it so much. Yeah, you know, from what I remember, it was good. I, I love the original too. But, right, uh, right. Yeah, I, I remember liking the uh, like that that freaking uh, that crazy opening. Thing they had, yeah. you know, yeah. on each episode. Um, oh, so many great episodes. Man, which one of those did they redo recently in the last couple of years? Was it was it another Outer Limits or was it another Twilight Zone? They did Twilight Zone again maybe four or five years ago that ran for about, a, I think, maybe one season. Okay. It wasn't bad. All right. <laughs> I guess I heard about it when it was done. You know, I didn't really know a whole lot about it. I just love that style. You know, the the new story every week. You know, the uh, I don't know what you call it, but yeah, I just love that style. You know, the Twilight Zone monsters, uh, Tales from the Dark Side. I love all that stuff. Yeah. Tales from the it's uh, well, it keeps it fresh, you know. Yeah, and uh, you know, if you've got good writers, you can have a good show. Exactly. It's unfortunate that some of that stuff, you know, they would end up losing their good writers and then turn to shit. You know, another good one that was really good was uh, Masters of Horror. See, I've I've only seen a couple of those. I think there's there's some bad ones in there, no doubt, but when that show was on Showtime, my parents actually had Showtime at the time, 
you know, otherwise I wouldn't have seen it. But my ass was in the seat. Like, that was before I had a DVR. I watched that shit when it came on, like, Friday night or whatever night it came on. Like, I, I love mm-hmm. this show. I remember uh, the uh, Takashi McKay had an episode, uh, I believe, called Imprint, which is a really bizarre-ass episode if you can find it to watch. I think it's on Netflix now, or it, it was at one time. Yeah, I uh, haven't heard of that one. It actually got pulled. I don't think they actually aired it because it was deemed, like, too graphic or whatever. <sighs> so I don't think they were able to show it when they were supposed to. I remember... That was, you know, in the in the earlier days of the internet. I remember being on message boards, you know, reading about it days beforehand, trying to determine if it was actually going to come on. Uh, I think I I do recall hearing about that. Uh, that. That dude's an odd director, though. He is, but I mean, what the hell do you expect? I mean, they knew his body of work when they asked him to do one. Well, it's. I'm, I'm not saying necessarily that. You know, I, I, you and I watched Gozu together years ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, uh, right around but the same not, time, too. Yeah. But uh, it was. It's not just that. It's the fact that he, he, he does that, and then he does that uh, remake of uh, Zatoichi. Yeah. Um, and uh, he's done. Is that his? You know, other. Yeah, I believe he did that, that remake. Oh man, that's awesome. Shit, was that him? Or was that Beat Takeshi who did that? No, that was, yeah, yeah, that, that was him. That okay. Was All right. Miyaki did, he plays uh, Yeah, he does. Uh, Miyaki did some, uh, like, Japanese superhero movies, like, I guess, Zebra Man? Yeah, Zebra Man was Stuff good. like that, you know. It's different. It's not like Gozu. That's what I'm, that's what I'm getting at. He, he just kind of bounces around. He's, yeah. I think he, uh... I may be completely wrong on this. He may have done like an Ultraman episode or something. Dude, I wouldn't be surprised. Like he he's done so many. Like let me tell you how many credits he's got. Um, because you know he did you know Ichi the Killer and you know, audition yeah. is the shit he's known for. But I mean he did a ton of TV work and you know uh, made for TV movies and stuff like that. 96 credits as a director, so he's been a busy dude. Wow. Yeah, I'm still hearing his name quite a bit. Yeah, it, it kind of became a, a thing, you know, where uh, people, I don't know, he had a following, I guess, a cult following. Yeah. Yeah, but, you know, he did. Sukiyaki, uh, Western Django, which I think Quentin Tarantino had a big, you know, you know, promotion in. So, yeah, I think I think he he pushed that. I still haven't watched that. It's <laughs> it's uh, phonetic English, which is really weird. It's uh, yeah, you know, you know, these guys don't know what they're saying. Oh, I know, uh, but I've I've, I've that, that, I don't think that's going to be an issue for me necessarily. I wouldn't say it's a bad uh, movie at all, but I think it would have been much better if it had been in in Japanese language. Well, you know, one thing I want to see is uh, Unforgiven, that Japanese remake of Unforgiven. 
that they did last year, I think. Oh, man, I haven't heard of that. Yeah, it's, uh, what the hell is his name? Ken Watanabe is in it. Really? It's, you know, of course, it's like samurai instead of, uh, you know, the Wild West gunslingers. Man. But I think so the story like, is basically the same. They're doing the opposite of Magnificent Seven. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, that's cool. Yeah, I, I want to see it. Uh, I haven't heard a whole lot about it since they, since they announced they were doing that. It's got Ken Watanabe in it, so you know it's got to be pretty good. Yeah. So that's, that's what I need to, I need to actively look for. Sure, it has a little But, uh, shit. Um, uh, have but, you seen uh, anything else recently? Yeah, man, I caught a Nightcrawler last night. Have you heard much about that? A little bit. That's Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. Like, I saw it based on the recommendation of a friend, and, uh, man, I really knew nothing about the movie. All I'd seen is, uh, you know, some uh, poster art. Because, you know, I try to avoid pretty much all trailers these days. Um, you know, I, I didn't know anything about the plot. I knew it was a, a thriller. It's kind of how they build it, like a mystery thriller. Um, really yeah. enjoyed the film. It, we, we saw The Late Show. We we had a uh, babysitter last night, so we were actually able to go to a movie for, you know, once a year we get to do it, my wife and I. And uh, we were going to see Ouija at first, but I kind of talked her out of it because I, I heard a lot of bad stuff about that. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, just kind of a generic horror movie. But uh, we saw it, and I really enjoyed it. You know, we saw The Late Show, and I didn't fall asleep at all, so that's a... a you know, big testament to the movie, being able to keep my attention. Because I fall asleep during everything, like, no matter what time of the day it is. And that should be the way you've read movies. It is. On, it uh, is. Uh, <laughs> whether or not I fall asleep. Like, yeah. <laughs> how many Z's does this get, you know? Yeah. How many yeah. times did I fall asleep during it? I mean, you remember that. I used to do that shit back when we were, you know, 12 years old. Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> I think you stayed up during all of Congo, though. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> but, uh, no, it was a really good movie. It was it was really different from what I expected. Uh, Hall plays a, uh, uh, fuck, I don't even know what you call it, like a freelance, uh, a videographer of, uh, like, uh, like accident scenes, like, you know, shootings and, Car accident, stuff like that. He's he's and you know tries to start a career out of that, and uh, you know begins you know selling more and more of his stuff to the you know news stations. That's basically what it's about. But uh, it doesn't sound very exciting, but it's actually a really good movie. I think uh, Jake Gyllenhaal is the reason why it's so good. I think he does a great job. Hmm. Well, I have to keep my eye out on that. He's a guy that really seems like he's, I don't know if he's method or not, but he really seems to, to be, uh, you know, like absorbed in the role. Because he's very, very believable. Uh, yeah, I, I can vouch for that after watching Book by Mountain. Uh, <laughs> of course, you'd pull that one out. I have to. 
like how much <laughs> how much gay penetration do you do you, do you tolerate for a, for a role? You know. Hey, he he went all the way. Uh, <laughs> <damn>. <laughs> What's the director's name in that movie? Uh, uh, Ang Lee. No, Ang Lee. I'm only gonna get fucked in the ass six times. That's my yeah, limit. Yeah, I keep doing retakes. It's my limit. I already got AIDS. I got AIDS, uh, Ang Lee. His uh, his ass is just sopping wet when he lighters spit. Prolapse. all over. Yeah. Oh God! Uh, you know, and that's not even the scene that was the most graphic to me. That was funny. The one when uh, they see each other for the first time for like in like a year or two, and uh-huh. they just—I mean—they devour each other's faces. It's like intense, uh-huh. like making out. You know, yeah. slamming each other against the wall. And uh, it's like, wow. You need to see it. Word for it. And I'm not you. I can't make it on a couple of high altitude fucks once or twice a year. You are too much for me, ass. You son of a horse and a bitch. I wish I knew how to quit you. Uh, we're going to have to uh, do a commentary on that one. Okay. I'll 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 spit on my hand quite a bit. Okay. Good. Uh, I'll keep it lubed up. Oh oh yeah yeah all right. See see if you get a half chub watching it. <laughs> yeah, that should be the test. You have to watch Brokeback Mountain. Oh, man. And, you know, that reminds me of uh, watching some of... Uh, Jesus, what is that show? The, the Like, season four was on Netflix for the longest time. It's a Canadian show. These two dudes who... Uh, they, it was like... Uh, Matt Storm and Trey Parker were big fans of theirs. I can't remember the names, but they would do this, like, stupid shit to each other, uh, yeah. try to, uh, like, okay, and, uh, what I'm getting at is uh, they both had to sit there and get lap dances by dudes to see if they got aroused. Oh, and, man, that's uh, awesome. The, uh, the crazy one did not get aroused. The other one yeah. did. Uh, yeah, he gets like a half chub. While this dude is oh. grinding on his crunch, and and he can't hide it, he can't hide it at all. <laughs> it, it's really funny. It's really funny watching that because the other guy never lets him whip it down. I don't know no why. Getting, uh, and I can't, I can't find this. it. Um, not yeah, oh, Kenny, Kenny versus Spinny. Oh fuck yeah! I remember that show it was on Comedy Central for a little while. Yeah. It had something to do with a uh, goat. I remember that. I remember the one where they were uh, trying to, uh, I guess, oh, they were trying to do the loudest part. So they uh, they were eating chili and all that, just laying around, doing yeah. like weird ass flexing exercises to fart. 
and they they okay. had these like fart uh, things that would uh, gauge the power of the fart. Um, <laughs> and, the uh, power between, uh, the yeah, like the decibels. I think it was the decibels okay. of it. And uh, I guess it's uh, Spinny was a crazy one. He eventually just shows a bicycle pump up his asshole and pumps air in his butt. And uh, and that works, huh? Yeah, I mean, you know, loud, loud farts that would not stop. And he couldn't stop laughing at it. But, I mean, of course he was cheating. I mean, you're just shoving air up in your butthole. It's like man creeps, I guess. That sounds pleasant. Yeah, I guess that's a guilty pleasure too. Man creeps, man creeps, yeah, yeah. Uh, now I'm looking I'm at sorry, it. it's not I on passed. Netflix anymore. Yeah, and and the one that was on Netflix. They they said it was season one, but it was actually season four of the Canadian show. Uh, I remember reading that. That irritated me because I wanted to see more of it. Yeah. Yeah, it was on Comedy Central in 2007. So just for a one-year run. I guess it didn't do very well here in the States. Not here. It lasted like five or six seasons in Canada. And, uh, I don't. They'll be on, man. Oh, uh, it might. It may be. Uh, it be. It's, it's gone for a good run. I don't understand oh. why it would not have done well here. Have you ever heard of a show called uh, Dirty Sanchez? I've heard of it, but uh, this is a UK show. It's a UK show. I, I saw the movie. That's the only thing I've seen. It's like a, I don't know, like a Jackass on, on Crank or something like that. Oh, okay. So it's like an amped up Jackass. It's it's really gross. I was just curious so, if you've seen that. Is there a lot of diarrhea in it? I'm sure there is, man. I, I don't really remember the movie that much, but... It's all meshed together in my head, you know. I've got dudes shoving bottle rockets up their buttholes and, you know, <laughs> eating fucking leeches and shit. It's all it's all a big mishmash. I can't remember what's what anymore. Uh, yeah, Jackass. There are parts of Jackass I find really funny. Like uh, when they keep putting snakes near Bam. Yeah. Because uh, he can't stand that shit. That's really funny to me. Because he cries. Every time they do yeah. it, he cries. Uh, but then they have to go and do <sighs> diarrhea, which I just... I don't want to see somebody taking liquid shits. I'm sorry. It's just... Uh, although it was creative, I guess, in the last one where they had that whole, like, uh, setup that, like, uh, it looked like the shit you put, like, a you build a train set on. You know, the hills and the, you know, trees and uh, all that. Yeah. And they yeah, had whatever. a dude's button sticking up out of it like a hill. Uh, you know, uh, painted green yeah. and it just diarrhea yeah. comes spraying out of it. <laughs> and, oh, uh, man. I think the movies are and, great. Jackass 2 and 3, man. They're fucking great. Uh, I, I enjoy 
pretty much everything but the diarrhea, especially when he got it in his mouth on accident. That was, uh, that's a bit much for me. I like when the when the one, I don't remember who it was, somebody stuck a, uh, like a matchbox car up their ass, and they went and got a yeah. an x-ray. I think that might be the dude who died. Oh, Ryan Dunn? I think that was him. Yeah, yeah, I remember, I remember that one. Yeah, it kind of, Ryan Dunn dying, I think kind of put the nail in the coffin of that show, so to speak. And then uh, start doing Bad Grandpa, or <coughs> Johnny Knoxville did. Bad Grandpa wasn't bad. It was Jackass Presents, so I'm sure all the dudes made money off of it. Yeah. <coughs> all the main all the main dudes. Oh. <clears throat> but, uh... Now, Bad Grandpa was okay, I thought. I mean, it's it was much more of a scripted type thing, you know? Yeah. Actually, we're trying to... Of it. I like what I saw. It's on the Voodoo, if you want to check it out. That's the, uh... It's got all the extra shit in there, too. Okay. Um, but it's, uh, it's like a linear version of their antics, you know? Like, go to a certain place and do a, you know, do a gag, do a prank. It's all part of the big story. Yeah. Yeah, and one way or another. a story, too, I'd say. Yeah. It's pretty funny. Like, there's one part where Johnny Knoxville, like, he plays this old grandpa dude. And uh, he gets his dick, like, caught in a uh, vending machine, apparently. <laughs> and it's a, you know, prosthetic prosthetic dick. And he's just, like, pulling this thing. It's, like, stretching out, like, <laughs> a foot, you know. Like, it looks painful as hell, right? But he's just, like, you know, it shows all these people's reactions. It's pretty funny. Jeez. I like it. I, uh, I remember something, I guess it's something that they had to cut out of it, but, uh, he kept ordering pizzas. That's what it was. What I watched was like a behind the scenes kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, I was under the impression it was a movie at first. And then I realized that's what it was. Cause it was on yeah, yeah. Amazon Prime or some shit. But, uh, yeah, they kept ordering pizza for the same pizza place. And it would deliver it there. Johnny Knox was sitting with that prosthetic dick hanging out of uh-huh. his boxers. You know, it's like way down there, down to his knee. Yeah. And uh, they eventually just had to stop because nobody would acknowledge it. Really? Uh, uh, yeah, like nobody would. And they were like, well, we've run out of pizza people we can, you know, <laughs> call because they all, they all want to us now. Right. So they couldn't get any like, reaction on that. Man, I remember uh, part, maybe Jackass Part 2, like at the end of it, you know, they, they show all the outtakes and stuff. Mm-hmm. There was there was one where one of the dudes played an old lady, and, you know, he had all the you know, full full body suit on and had those, you know, big floppy old lady titties hanging out. And, like, yeah. one was out, and they, like, went up to all these, like, you know, urban thug dudes and were, like, you know, seeing if they would notice, like, the titty was out. And uh, the one guy was just like, hey, yo, 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 your titty out. Yo, 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 your titty out. Mm. And I, I say that all the fucking time, man. Like, I, I reference that shit on a daily basis. Sir, hey, your titty out. What's that? 
Hey yo, go titty out. Uh, at least he told her though. Yeah, yeah, that is considerate of him. I want to walk around pardon, with pardon me, now. madam. Pardon me, madam. Your breast is out. Man, hey, I just remember Jack Aspin on TV and the whole uproar about it. I mean, you remember that in the nineties? Oh yeah, flipping out about Jackass or. Uh, well, the early 2000s, or Beavis and Butthead, even. Oh, yeah. Um, MTV was just a devil at the time, and none of that's even, I mean, all that bad anymore. No, nobody cares. Fuck, man, you can see shit worse than that on YouTube. It's not even like, you know, there's no rating restriction on it, you know? Oh, I know. I know. And then... I remember that bomb fights came out briefly, and that was a thing. There was such an uproar about that. But, uh, yeah, I watched some of that. I think somebody had the DVD. One, somebody. And we all we all watched it at one point. I just uh, nowadays you can just go on like A and E and watch, you know, Honey Boo Boo running from a pedophile for thirty minutes. That's entertainment. Yeah. I want to see a homeless man with a tattoo on his forehead beat the shit out of another homeless man and they're paid in crack. Uh, That's entertainment. We're getting closer and closer to uh, stuff like the running man. Oh, I know. I know, dude. That I could so see that being a real thing these days. Yeah, maybe not actual murder, but uh, you know, bodily harm. Yeah, yeah. They were caught up to murder. Yeah. Yeah, we're not far away. I guess you heard uh, Honey Boo Boo's husband or boyfriend, or whatever, is a. Rapist, uh, a pedophile. Yeah, that's that's why I brought that up. It's uh, apparently what can. it is is oh good. That's what it took to get that fucking show canceled. Somebody had to molest somebody else. What it was is apparently Mama Hog or whatever the hell her name is. She uh, she and Sugar Bear. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I hate uh-huh. saying these fucking names. I'm yeah, right there. yeah, yeah. Uh, hmm. But uh, they are separated, and yeah. Sugar Bear is Honey Boo Boo's father. Oh, They're separated, okay. so Boss Hog starts dating uh, this dude who just got out of prison for molesting one of her underage relatives. Awesome. Uh she is a fat blob of a thing. I mean, she's not even human to be like that, to even be able to do that shit. And I'm glad the show got canceled. Uh, the fact that even, I mean, the fact that even, you know, did well in the ratings speaks a lot about people. You know, I, I listen to the radio, and uh, 
you know, like the JT show around here, and they'll have a woman uh-huh. come on there. She just laughs, and she talks about television. She talks about dancing with the stars and all that, which whatever, fine. And she goes into Honey Boo Boo, how funny it is. Yeah. Like, these people don't realize they're part of the problem. <clears throat> if you don't watch it, it goes away. Uh, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I mean... You know, even even with that uh, the Bam Margera show, they had that uh, Uncle uh, Vito. Oh yeah, you know, yeah. And then that shit went down with him. But they, I mean, they booted him off and just didn't even talk about him after that. It's not like Bam started dating his pedophile uncle. Wait, what now? Not. I'm just saying they they. Uh, Vito, after he was, uh, uh, well, he never really, yeah, he never spoke of him again, I don't think. No. No, that's what I'm saying. They just, uh, they, they just stopped with that. That didn't really have a bearing on the show itself. You know, it was him being a piece of crap, I guess, but, you know, Honey Boo Boo with her dating somebody like that was totally different. That just shows... That just shows the character of uh, Boss Hog. I, I think that one of the, one of her children was molested by this dude. Well, it just makes her one uh, of the. I don't know if she's got a shitload of kids, but one of the kids was uh, molested. It, from what I, I heard, I, I just don't understand how she has so many well, hey, kids. I mean, it's huh? Do you want to hear something that'll really fuck you up? This this chick's one year older than us. Oh my God, <laughs> Mama, Mama June. Uh, she's uh, I I don't know, man. I mean, besides her being hideous physically, she's apparently got <laughs> some serious mental issues. But she's extremely stupid too. Yeah, I mean, she feeds all her kids like butter and skinny. Yeah, they, you know, it's... <laughs> and mayo. This is... Um... Yeah, uh, I don't know how we got on to that, but... Oh, let's, yeah, let's talk about that some more. Yeah, yeah, let's do that. Anyway, I was talking about Nightcrawler. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, uh... <laughs> No, no, I enjoy Nightcrawler quite a bit. I'm, I'm sure it'll. Dude, this movie just started, right? And there were maybe three people besides us two in there last night. Like I was expecting yeah. a crowd of teens, but like it was pretty crowded there. But I guess they were in something else. They were in, uh, I don't know, whatever the hell is out for them these days. Uh, I heard Ouija was actually doing pretty, pretty well. Oh yeah, yeah it did well. I mean, critics hate that shit, but um, but one more thing I wanted to talk about was uh, God's Pocket. I saw that uh, a couple nights ago on uh, on the Blu-ray, and it's uh, one of the last movies that Philip Seymour Hoffman was in. Uh-huh. And that's probably what's gotten it, you know, as much buzz as it has, but uh, I really enjoyed that movie. It's one of the better movies I've seen of the year so far. Highly recommend oh, okay. it. Hmm. 
it's uh, fuck, I don't know. It's kind of hard to describe. It's it, it, you know, it's a drama, Ooh. kind of a crime crime drama, I guess you call it. But uh, what does he does he have several other movies? Still yeah, movies besides Mark he's got a bunch. Okay. He's got a bunch. He's got one coming out now. That's I don't I think it's coming out soon if it's not out already. And then he's got like four or five other ones, mm-hmm. including uh, what Mocking Jay. Yeah. The Hunger Games deal, which I haven't seen any of those, so I don't know. Um, I'm sure I'll probably break down and watch them eventually. I've heard pretty good stuff about them, but I'm still kind of skeptical. Oh, but yeah, the last I thing I was a big fan of, of Philip oh. Hoffman. But uh, sorry, go ahead. No, I just I was just saying the last thing I remember seeing him in was Doubt. Oh man, uh-huh. Doubt was fucking awesome. You didn't like it? Doubt? No, I didn't like it at all. I didn't like it. I loved it. Oh, good. Like, please tell me you're being serious. I am being serious. 100%. Really? Well, uh... I watched it in theaters. And, uh... Oh, did you? I, I, I couldn't stand it, honestly. Uh, what didn't you like? Oh, the whole thing bored me. I just... Well, I, I'll tell you, I was tricked into thinking it was a movie about Philip Seymour Hoffman just running around molesting car boys. Uh, oh, really? I thought I thought it was going to be funny for me. But, uh, is that, it was not. Is that funny <laughs> to you? Pedophilia <laughs> is comedy? Well, yeah, I have a, I have a twisted sense of humor, we, I guess. We, we've got a running uh, theme in this episode so far. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. We'll just... <laughs> That's going to be the theme of this podcast, I guess, just pedophilia. But, uh, no, I couldn't stand the end of it. The end, just uh, with Meryl Streep screaming, I have doubts. Yeah. Uh, just, that pissed me off, because I thought that was extremely forced. And uh, it just, uh, that, that it offended me, the way that ended like that, with her screaming that. That was just, that was ridiculous to me. Well, but uh, I guess you can come to your own conclusions on whether or not he was guilty. But I, I didn't think he was. But in, uh, in my mind, Meryl Streep was the villain. I mean, that's the way I took yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, that, that's that's what I took from it too. And then that's why at the very end she uh, she had those doubts. Yeah. Um. It also, the movie covered Amy Adams' ass way too much, which is a, a crime. Covered it? I mean, didn't didn't show it enough? Yeah, that's what I'm saying, yeah. Yeah. She wasn't really in it enough either. I mean, she had a pretty small yeah. role. She did. Um, oh, no. Yeah, yeah, I like her. I do, too. Um... I think uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman's best role was Twister. <laughs> I think that was one of his first feature films, wasn't it? I, that's the first time I recall seeing him. 
I've actually rewatched Twister, but you know, after he passed away because of that, because he was in it. Well, I'm trying to think of who I saw that with. Um, I probably wasn't remember. me, man. I've hated Twister. Like I was twelve years old, and I hated Twister. You know. Oh, dude, Twister came out in, like, 90... God damn it, we've had that discussion on here before. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, what year was it, 95? 95 or 96. Twister was, like, one of the very first DVDs to come out. I remember that because you remember um, FYE and North Farm Mall used to be Camelot. Oh, man. Uh, and they had, back. you know... They had all their, you know, their music, their CDs and stuff out there. But they yeah. had a small, special thing with Twister as a DVD. It was the very first DVD I saw. Uh, and that was the only one they had in the whole damn store. Um, no, I, I, I just remember that. Yeah, it's... The reason uh, why I hated it so much, a good friend of mine, like, loved it and, like, wanted to watch it nonstop, and I fucking hated that movie. <laughs> I fucking hate, uh, the lead actor in it, uh, whatever her name is from Mad About You. Uh, oh, Helen Hunt? Helen Hunt, yeah. You want to see a good Helen Hunt movie, watch Transfers. Transfers? I don't think I've ever seen that. That's a good one. She was like 19 years old, hot as fuck. Dude, isn't she in, um... Shit, she's in some other movie. I don't know if it's... It's not an X of Ken. No, it's not an X of Ken. I can't remember what it is. Shit, I have to... I have to figure out what that movie is. A movie I do like her in, and a movie I actually really love is uh, As Good As It Gets. Oh, okay. That could be kind of a uh, segue into our main topic here. Oh, uh, yeah, sure. Uh, it's uh, I haven't watched that in a while, but that's a that's a really good movie. <laughs> yeah, I like as good as it gets. I, I think it kind of gets a bad rap these days. You know, <laughs> a funny thing about that movie, you know that uh, label uh, Twilight Time that released, you know, uh, Night of the Living Dead remake and the Blob remake. Yeah. They actually released as good as it gets as well with one of those limited to, you know, 2,500 copies. I wasn't aware that it got a bad rap. The movie? Yeah. I mean, it's kind of, you know, considered a romantic comedy. You know, it kind of gets overpassed quite a bit. Um. Hmm. That's weird that Twilight Time had to do that on Blu-ray. That makes no sense. I know. That's what I thought, too. Because that's a, that's a big movie. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Jack Nicholson alone would carry that. Yeah. Alan Hunt was big then, too. She was. Rick and Deer. Yeah. Rick and Deer plays a gay dude. Junior there you go. Uh... uh Yeah, I mean, it's, I, I don't know, I love the movie. That uh, Dale Ramis was in there. Yep. Uh, Skeet Ulrich. 
Oh, dude, yeah, he is in there. The oh, Johnny Depp, you know, Johnny Depp yeah. Light. Yeah, Johnny Depp Light. <laughs> I wonder what that dude's um, up to. I don't know, man. They like uh, they were putting him in movies and plastering his face all over everything. Like, I, I for the longest time, I thought the astronaut's wife had him in it and not Johnny Depp. I couldn't, I couldn't tell at the time. Um, well, he's apparently he's uh, he's, uh, he's not doing sci-fi sci-fi movies quite yet. Sci-fi originals, um, but he's pretty close to it. He'll be uh, sharing a studio apartment with C. Thomas Howell any day now. Oh my God! I see a buddy cop movie waiting to be made. Yeah, yeah. Just like uh, Tree Williams and Joe Piscopo together. But see, Thomas Howell will be wearing his uh, black makeup from uh, that that movie he did. The hell was that? Oh, man. <sighs> Hold on. Give me a second. <laughs> he should go out in public like that. He would get more uh, publicity. Doing that, yeah, more people would probably recognize him. That's for sure. God damn, C. Thomas Howell does a bunch of garbage. This motherfucker works too, man. He's like constantly yeah. doing some shitty ass movies. Um, went from the Outsiders to that Soul Man. There we go. There we go. Soul Man. Yeah, that's a good one too. I watched that recently. <sighs> Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I love the movie. I, I used to watch it quite a bit. Um, the only a reason I watched that movie was, uh, one time I was on a, a cruise with my parents. This is like my, before my senior year in high school. And there was a little movie theater on this uh, cruise ship that would just constantly show shit, you know? Yeah, and uh, you know, I'm sure this movie had been out for a little while, but it would it would show that, and uh, oh man, it was a bunch of crap that I watched that I never would have seen just because it was there, you know, and I was bored. As good as it gets, uh, oh, fuck man, I can't remember. It was a bunch of movies that I saw that I ended up liking because I watched so many times. It usually takes something like that to get you to get out of your uh, comfort zone regarding yeah. movies, you know? And you'll find that's, some really good stuff. That's, that's kind of what I say, you know, to tell people to, you know, lower their expectations and, you know, watch shit you wouldn't normally watch because you may enjoy it, you know? that's I, It was a good lesson to me because I wouldn't have normally watched a romantic comedy when I was 17 years old, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, same here, um, but, uh, uh, okay, okay, I'm going to go with this guilty pleasure, uh, <laughs> segue in from that because of Cuba Goody Jr. There we go. Uh, okay. Boat Trip. <laughs> have you, have you ever seen it? I've seen it, yeah. What, is there a ratio of fans in there? 
Yes, yes. Uh, I love the movie. It's really stupid, really stupid. <laughs> but, you know, I, I love the hell out of it. I love Horatio Sands in it, you know, being on a gay cruise and yeah, and freaking out all the time. Because it's like ice sculptures with penises. Yeah. You know? Um, <laughs> and he's just staring at it with complete disgust. Um, <laughs> and uh, then, then out of nowhere, you have Roger Moore, who loves Horatio Sands. He really wants to you know, put stuff in his butt. Right. Which is really Imagine funny to me. It. Right. See, I... I and see, that, that kind of goes back to, you know, actors being able to take a joke and, you know, not take themselves, right. themselves too seriously. Roger Moore sure. is like the king of that. You know, yeah. if, if you ask him, and he's been asked, I believe, numerous times who he thinks the worst Bond is, and he'll always say him. Himself? <laughs> yeah. Well, he was a uh, moonraker, right? Oh, Yeah then nice. there's no way he was the worst Bond because that's one of the best Bond films. Yeah, it is. It really is. Especially with Jaws. Oh, absolutely. R.I.P. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man, Richard Keel, Uh, you know, I, I know in every single show we do, I keep mentioning, I've been watching a lot of Mystery Science Theater. But, uh, I mean, yeah, I've been watching a lot of MSC3K, but uh, recently I've watched two episodes with him. Um, what was the Human Duplicators, which was horrible, but then it was Ega with Richard Keel, which is uh, another terrible movie, but uh, that dude was in so much stuff, man. Uh, and, uh, I feel like uh, Pale Rider. He was in that. Yeah. Or Happy Gilmore. Yeah, uh, Happy Gilmore. I think is pro- probably what modern audiences know him in, you know know him for. Um. Yeah, it's a shame that he's gone now. But uh, yeah. it's, it's it's interesting to me that he passed away like two weeks after uh, the guy who played Baron Samiti in uh, that Bond movie died. Now, that guy wow. like a dancer and stuff. Uh, he he did a lot more than just Bond. But, uh, yeah, it was kind of interesting seeing two Bond villains pass away, you know, so soon after each other. Or so close oh, yeah, John is probably the most well-known uh, Bond villain. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's pretty iconic. Yeah, I'd say Jaws and Bolto, maybe. That may be a... Well, and then, of course, uh, Goldfinger. Oh, yeah. But, uh... Well, uh, uh, I guess I can go ahead with some of mine. Um, I guess one of my big ones would be uh, Terminator 3. Oh, okay. The Terminator 3 gets shit on quite a bit, <clears throat> you know, understandably you know, following the great success that Terminator 2 was, but uh, I'm a big fan of that uh, body of work, you know, the Terminator series as a whole. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
I really enjoy that film. I, you know, obviously it's not as good as part two or part one, you know, but it's uh, a great, a great action movie. I think there's great action sequences in there. And, uh, this is a really good film. I know a lot of people give it shit because, uh, the, uh, you know, the lead actor, the, uh, John Connor. Oh, uh, Nick Stoll. Yeah. Nick Stoll. That's it. Yeah. He gets a lot of shit from people, and, you know, I totally understand that, but, you know, uh, I'm sure old, uh, what's-his-name was probably, you know, in rehab or something at the time, so. Uh, his, his voice was probably still breaking, too. Yeah. It's still breaking today. Yeah. But, uh, um, no, I enjoy the film. I think it's great. I, I think the, uh, you know, the female Terminator is kind of kind of hokey. But I do enjoy the film for what it is. You know, I don't I don't try to put a whole lot behind it. It's a, you know, it's a hokey action film. You know, that's kind of the way I look at it. But I do really enjoy it. I think it's great to watch, you know, two and three together. I think they go great together. And where I come into differing opinions of people, like, Terminator is probably my favorite franchise of films. And, you know, yeah. everybody seems to be on the dick of Salvation, and I despise Salvation. I've I own it, but I've watched it maybe four times, and I've never been able to get into it. It's one of those films I always try to watch, and you know maybe I'll like it this time, but I never do. I can't make myself like it. I don't like it. I don't like uh, Christian Bale as John Connor. Uh, I don't like any of the actors. I don't like the film. It feels like a uh, Transformers film to me. I, I kind of get the feeling I maybe would have was going for. Uh, sure, sure. I don't blame it. Trying to capitalize on some, you know, make some money. I don't remember much of Salvation. It was boring to me. Boring, um, exactly. No one does. It, you know, something I heard, and I don't know how true this is, but and uh, this was really interesting. That uh, they originally had filmed it differently. The ending was different. Uh, Where uh, you know, you know, John Connor gets wounded at the end. Well, and originally John Connor would end up dying. Right. And that Sam Worthington Terminator, you know, he was actually fighting for the people. What they ended up doing was taking John Connor's skin and putting it on his endoskeleton. So he turned into John Connor just to keep that going. But people didn't know that, you know, except for a select few. Uh, that got out too. and pissed off so many people they redid it to what what's out there now. I don't like either one. I don't I don't like the original ending either. <clears throat> yeah, I I just don't remember much of a movie at all. Um, Anyway, um, Terminator 3 is what I was talking about to begin with, and uh, I think it's a good movie. I think if people would go back and watch it, they would appreciate for at least the action sequences, that initial uh, chase sequence where they're in the... uh, I believe a van or some shit, a van or a, uh, I know there's a big 18-wheeler involved. Just a really, yeah. really great, 
great action sequence, and you know it's a you know an easy film to watch to be entertained by. You know, you don't have to get very invested in it. I'll have to give it another shot, man. No, you're not the only one to 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 say it's a piece of shit, man. I've told many people, uh, you know, about the film, and you know, everybody hates it. So, <clears throat> but something I can segue into with that also is the uh, the the Sarah Connor Chronicles. Oh my! I've never seen those, and I know I need to. Yeah, you you haven't, and and most people probably haven't either, but. I I fucking love that series. I love that show. It's a shame it got canceled after only two seasons, but uh, really really love the show. It's a it's actually an alternate reality than uh, I believe it picks up after part two, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, it goes a totally different direction. It's uh, it's I believe it it's set in modern day to begin with. And then it, it flashes back to, uh, you know, a few years. And, you know, there's a few time time travels throughout the series. But, uh, yeah, really entertaining. I really enjoyed it. Hmm. Yeah, I have to look into it. Because uh, yeah, I've been hearing it's actually a really good show. Well, if you want to, I mean, if you want to give it a watch, I've got the uh, Blu-rays. Yeah, yeah, I'd love to borrow them and uh, check them out. But yeah, uh, yeah, I'd love to hear what you think of them. <clears throat> I'm just a big I Terminator think, fan. Well, I think there uh, there's another series in development, a Terminator series, like TV series. Well, there's a, there's a. I mean, you know, Genesis is coming out. Oh God! Yeah, I know. They're, I know Genesis filming is. now. Uh, that's, yeah, judging by the pictures that came out about that, that's, uh, that, that's not shaping up to be anything I care to see. But, I mean, it's, it's still way too early for me to really say that. It looks stupid, totally. Yeah, I totally agree with you. I'll, I'll watch it, but, uh, you know, I'm not expecting a whole lot out of it. Yeah, I'm not either. Um, but uh, trying to think of another guilty pleasure of uh, I've seen it before that I love Armageddon. What is the deal? Is it just me or is Watts really hot? Yeah. So we have these new generation suits <laughs> with directional accelerant thrusters. You won't bounce yeah. like Neil Armstrong. So. Bear. Yes. Do we have a problem? No. Because I'm trying to describe to you how these DATs keep your ass on the ground. So that if I were to kick you in the balls, mm. and you don't know how to work them, what happens to you? I'd float away. Yeah. And uh, when do we start training for that? Oh, shit. Yeah, uh, I forgot about that. A lot of people don't like it at all. Uh, yeah. See, I've read people complaining about the jingoism. You know, that, that over-the-top American patriotism. Yeah. Uh, Michael Bay puts in his movies the flags waving and all that. I'm right. a sucker for it personally. Yeah. But I love that stuff. It, it 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 yeah, it's in your face and yeah, it's kinda hokey, but I don't see the harm in it. And I I do like seeing somebody who actually you know, he he loves this country. Uh, it, it seems to be right. the thing that 
the, the cool thing now is just a shit all over America. You know, America's not perfect, but, I mean, it's not a rancid shithole like some people like to make it out to be. Yeah, so, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't love the uh, Yeah, yeah. But, uh, I'm not It almost makes you feel ashamed, this. doesn't it? It almost makes you want to feel ashamed. Yeah. Yeah, but, it does. Uh, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> so we talk about that at another time. But, uh... Yeah, I, I know Michael Bay is very hit and miss. Uh, I'm fully aware of the faults of Armageddon, but um, I still enjoy it. Uh, I went to see it at theaters, and I guess it was early 98 when it came out. Yeah. Um, I think I saw it in theaters, too. Uh, I liked it. I think I still have some of the tie-ins for it, because I'm trying to think of who promoted that. That was either, dude, that may have been McDonald's that promoted Armageddon. I don't remember, man. It was either McDonald's or Burger King. It was the same <laughs> summer we had Deep Impact and Armageddon, right? Yes. Yeah, they came out very close to each other. And very, very similar movies as far as the, the main plot goes. Oh, well, they had done that like the year before, or maybe two years before, with Dante's Peak and Volcano. Yeah, I was going to bring that up too. <laughs> yeah. those, are, those are kind of all tied together in my head. Yeah, rightfully so. Uh, but, I mean, Armageddon is probably the best out of those four films. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't disagree with that at all. I just, uh, I don't know. I've seen Armageddon one time. You know, maybe if I saw it again, I'd like it a little bit more. It's, I mean, it's just good escapist fare, I guess, for me. You know, I just, I just enjoy it. It's, sure. I know, I've, I've read that NASA actually shows it to, you know, people uh, being trained there to uh, oh, really? see if they can figure out how many falls there are in it. Uh, <laughs> That'd be funny. Um. So, I mean, first of all, we probably couldn't land on an asteroid, right? Or a meteor. I, I don't know that you could. Not like that, I don't think. But uh, drilling into it and blowing it up like that and having it explode into two pieces and both pieces bypass the entire planet Earth? No. That, that's ridiculous. That is absolutely ridiculous. And... Uh, the, the, I think the biggest pothole to me, and Ben Affleck even brought this up to Michael Bay, I think, when they were filming it. He's like, wouldn't it be easier to just uh, train real astronauts to drill into the asteroid than to train uh, oil riggers <laughs> to become astronauts? No, no. Uh, uh, yeah, it's it's ridiculous. It's totally ridiculous. But it's just a fun movie to me. Um. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, a lot of people don't like it, but I I, I do like it. I I really enjoy it. Well, it made a shit ton of money, so there's somebody that agrees with you. Um, Good cast, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. Got a tiny lister in there. 
got a. Oh, well, it's it's uh it's it's Michael Clark Duncan. Who's that yeah. man? Tony Lister, uh, Meg Ryan. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey man, that was uh, that was pretty close. I always get Tony Lister and uh, Michael Clark Duncan confused. Well, who do you get mixed up with uh, Meg Ryan though? Um, Billy Bob Thornton, whoever the fuck is in there. Oh, Billy Bob. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, we'll we'll get him. We'll get Meg Ryan confused with uh, what is you it? got Billy uh, Luke Wilson. Billy, Luke Wilson. We'll do that. Billy Bong Thornton. You got uh Owen Wilson in there. Yeah. The Wilson brothers as their build, I believe. Yeah, they uh, they're actually both halves of the asteroid. <laughs> <laughs> But uh oh shit. Um Well was there anything else you wanted to add? Any other ones you wanted to add? Any other movies? Oh I can I could see uh the adventures of Ford Fairlane. Oh yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. Uh that was starring, I don't uh, think that one's starring Harrison Ford. We're talking about that one. Starring Harrison Ford, yep. Yeah. Harrison Ford Fairlane. Uh, and and see that one's got an interesting cast. Uh, besides Andrew Dice Clay, you know you've got Gilbert yeah. Gottfried, you've got uh, I cannot remember his name, but the guy from the Warriors who who kept playing in the bottles together. Oh, okay. Uh, he's in it. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, Lauren Holly is in it. She looks gorgeous. Oh, wow. Lauren Holly's in there? Uh, God damn. Oh, yeah. Dude, she's, she's really fine. Young. Yeah. In there. Uh, she looks good now. Yeah. Who knew? Uh, Priscilla Presley, Wayne Newton. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Robert England is in it. He's really funny in it. And uh, Brandon Call is in it. That little boy who was... Uh, David Hasselhoff saw it in Baywatch. Oh, man. So, yeah, it's got a pretty uh, interesting cast. Uh, uh, and Ed O'Neill is in it. Oh, there we go. Singing Booty Time USA. Booty Time! Booty time across the USA. Booty time, booty time. Hey, hey, hey. Booty time, booty time across the USA. It's booty time, booty time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Al, let's have sex. Uh, no pig. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that, that's one I'll pop in and watch every couple of weeks. I really enjoy that one. Um, and, uh... That's one I, I need to check called... out again. It's been a long time since I've seen it. Oh, man. Yeah, it, it's... That, that, see, I put that right up there with Cool as Ice, which is another one I enjoy. <laughs> uh, that definitely needs to go on the list, yeah. I really need to pick that one up. I wish Netflix would put it back on there. Um, yeah, I watched it uh, maybe a year or so ago. That's that's a time capsule right there. Absolutely. It's before uh, 
Bert Gummer was going after <laughs> white rappers before he was going after graboids. Was that before Tremors? That was 90 or 91. Oh, damn, dude. That would have been right after Tremors. Never mind. Like, literally right after. That's back when uh, he was setting the world on fire. Who, Burt Gummer? Or, uh, oh, yeah, Burt Gummer. Burt Gummer, okay. Uh, yeah, there was like a six-month period where Vanilla Ice was popular. I know. I, I remember hearing a lot about him. Let me tell you, know, though. Before, you know, uh, I was the number one fan. You can imagine that. I mean, did he have any other songs that were really popular besides? No. no. Okay, it was just he was a one-hit wonder then. One-hit wonder, yep, totally. Okay. Kind of like MC Hammer, I guess. Well, MC Hammer had a few songs, but. Oh, did he? Okay. Yeah, I was a big fan of his as well. Uh, well, you a fan of uh, Chris Chris Carls? Oh, 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 man, was a... Oh, man. Those fuckers wearing their pants backwards. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Let me share something with you. I don't, I don't know if I've ever told you this before, but... I don't know if you remember, at school, there was a uh, there was a backwards day. Yeah. And uh, oh, we're maybe in fifth, fifth grade, maybe? Uh-huh. And I was like, fuck yeah, man. I'm going to be awesome. I'm going to wear all my clothes backwards. And uh, I did it. I wore all my clothes backwards. But I was I had the wrong day. It was like a week from that day. Yeah. So I had to go. And <laughs> I, had my fucking, I had my fucking jeans on backwards. Oh, man. I was such a dumbass. That was so awesome. It's funny now. It was not funny when it happened. I gotta tell you, man. In the fifth grade, I uh, I got my hair cut in a different way, and it was uh, it was really close shave almost. But my whole head was like a chia pet. I, I remember. Hated, I hated it at the time. It was nice. And and, and uh, yeah, 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 sure. Uh, well, and that's when uh. Uh, the teacher decided to take a, a class picture and put it out. Right. You know, they would put all that shit right outside the door. Right. So they had that. My big fat head with that. And I was wearing like uh like a, like, uh, what's that, jogging suit or some shit? I was wearing that too. So I looked like a middle-aged lesbian in that picture. Wasn't it that parachute type material? That, uh... Dude, it may have been. I oh, think man. it might have been that. What did we call those? Those had a name. I don't remember, but they were fucking like, like wind suits or whatever. Dude, you can get a boner in that, and there was nothing holding it back. <sighs> it's so thin, though. You could probably take care of it. Uh, I, I probably did. <laughs> oh, my God. That brings back memories, man. I uh, just... Thinking about uh, watching the episode of Full House the night before with Kimmy. Yeah. Oh, DJ. Uh, I'm just starting uh, rubbing them out. 
Oh, give me Gibbler. Fucking. Do you remember when they got the that? Uh, oh, go ahead. I was just saying, I was just waiting for the episode where Danny would kill her and just bury her in the backyard. That's like, so, die, Gibbler. See, I always called her Gibbler. Uh, yeah. And she, like, dated, like, Steve Urkel in an episode or some shit. Oh, fuck yeah. Who wouldn't? Um, Do you remember though? There was the year they they took class pictures and they uh, they had like a big crane and uh, whoever was taking the pictures was on the crane. Do you remember that? Dude, I do. I do remember that. And it was just like a huge like aerial shot of everybody. I think it may been the whole grade yeah. together. It was. It was. We had to go out front, out front of the uh, the I, I guess right in front of the gym or some shit. And have, I think uh, I probably still have picture picture. Uh, I've got them somewhere, like all that crap. But God, I hated class pictures. Oh man, they were the worst. Um, I just but, uh, remember that man. Uh, Those uh, less than stellar memories. Oh, sure. Oh. Um, can capture your, your awkward <laughs> your awkward adolescence. And that's when they really want to take pictures of you too. Oh yeah. You know, when you uh when you stop being a cute kid and you right. start morphing into some sort of mutant. You're like you're like drunk from the Goonies for about five years. Yeah, exactly, man. It's like you know the yearbook is like uh, a house of horrors kind of thing for a while. <laughs> nobody, nobody looks good at all. No. You know, they look at braces and glasses. Yeah. You know. Well, even some of the girls were looking awkward. You know. Yeah, uh, once it would be hot like a year or two later. I mean, we yeah. we all went through that definitely, but it's just oh yeah, it's just funny that it all hit at once for the most part. You know, like one arm, my right arm was growing faster than my left one, so I'm like off balance, just wobbling around the shit. Like a porcupine haircut. <laughs> Yeah, I rocked that haircut quite a while myself. I got still kind of rock it. I can't rock it now, even if I wanted to, because <laughs> half my head just won't grow hair anymore. But uh, well, another one I wanted to mention was uh, Scary Movie Two. Yeah, yeah, we've talked about that. That's a good one. Um. Kind of one of my favorites, uh, favorite comedies, actually, of, you know, of all comedies, one of my favorites. But uh, most people seem to uh, shit on those movies, especially lately. But uh, It's just getting cool to do now. Yeah. I don't care, man. I like the first. The first two scary movies are really funny to me. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. You know, I, I was a big fan of the, uh, the Wayans TV show uh, called In Living Color. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. 
I was a huge fan of that show and uh, really, you know, turned right into the, you know, the the uh, the films that they did. Big, you know, big fan of those as well. Oh, Zion, I'm going to get you, sucker. Yeah, I think that was the first one. Yeah. I've got that around yeah, that somewhere. Yeah, that was really good. That was uh, a good parody of uh, the black exploitation thing. Yeah, kind uh, of probably 10 years too late, but... Um, Black exploitation was really <laughs> 70s, right? You know, uh, some black exploitation did carry over into the very early 80s. Yeah, it, it, I mean uh, that that movie came out like 88 <clears throat> or 89. Uh-huh. It wasn't that far after black exploitation when they brought that out. Oh, okay, it was um, Okay, I was thinking it was maybe the early 90s. No, no, no. It was. I mean, it even had several of the, of you know. Of the people yeah. from uh, who were popular during the seventies, um, had Isaac Hayes in it. I know. Yeah. And uh, oh shit, who was uh, uh, Black Black Caesar? I think uh, Fred Williams was in it. Fred Williamson. Fred Williamson. Fred Williamson. Yeah. Uh, shit, who else? Even Isaac Hayes and uh, Jim Brown, I guess, was in that too. Oh, Jim Brown, yeah, that's it. Um, uh, and, and see, that can segue into another guilty pleasure, I guess, for both of us, would be uh, Mars Attacks. Oh, yeah, people hate that movie too, right? Yeah, they do. I, I do I do enjoy it. Um, the Fred Williamson was in there. That was Jim Brown. Was Jim Brown? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, he punches a Martian out. He, like, beats the shit out of a bunch of Martians, actually. That's right. That's right. Uh, I need to watch that again. Uh, I haven't seen that in a few years. That's a great movie. That movie is, uh... Come on. That movie's almost 18 years old. Man, I can't believe it's that old. Because it came out on Friday, December 13th, 96. Wow. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, for them to release it in uh, December, December 13th, they they were banking on it. Yeah. It didn't perform well at all. Well, I saw it three times. I guess that didn't help. <laughs> Well, it, I mean, it's such a weird movie, man. It was not going to be for the mainstream at all. Um, but uh, got an all-star man. cast in there, though. Yeah, it did. It, it did. It had a uh, hell. Jack Nicholson was two characters. I mean, Glenn, Glenn Close, Annette Bening, Pierce Brosnan, Danny DeVito. Martin I'm Short, short. Yeah. Sarah Jessica Parker. Oh yeah, uh, Michael J. Fox. Yeah. Um. Uh, oh God, what's his name? The guy from uh, 
Oh, he played the uh, the police chief in the first Terminator. Paul something. The black guy. God, I just I just looked him up a couple weeks ago. He was one of the generals. Um, oh, Rod Steiger was in it. Oh yeah. Paul Winfield. Paul Winfield. There we go. Yeah. He was, I always liked seeing him. Um, trying to think of Sam Greer, yeah. Jack Black. Yeah, uh, Christine Applegate, Judon Baker. Oh, man. Uh, That's an all-star cast. Yeah, I had a lot of people in there, man. Um, uh... But um, another guilty pleasure for me uh, would be um, Legend. Oh, yeah. Um, that one, uh, I, I've read a lot of people consider that Ridley Scott's worst. But uh, <laughs> I don't see it myself. I love it. Yeah, it's... Uh... Is that the one with David Bowie in it? No, no, that's... That's Tim Curry, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's Darkness. You're thinking of Labyrinth. I'm thinking of Labyrinth. I've always gotten those confused. Uh, <sighs> yeah, I think it has uh, Tim Curry, Tom Cruise, and Mia Sarah. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. And uh, I, I just, I love it, man. I love... And see, I love Tangerine Dream's music for it. I oh, think it's yeah. absolutely perfect for it. Uh, you know, I've, I've heard uh, the other score. It was uh, made for the European release. Jerry Goldsmith did it. I don't like it. Oh, yeah. It doesn't fit the movie to me. Really? But it's so weird to me that Jerry Goldsmith, an American composer, did the music for the European market, whereas Tangerine Dream, which is a European band, did the music <laughs> for the American market. That's funny. Um, but, uh, yeah, I love the music. I love the set for it. I just, uh, I, I just love the movie. Um, I remember hearing the music as a kid, and it's always kind of kind of haunted me, you know? It's, it's kind of stuck with me. Yeah. Uh, especially with that music, uh, when you see the unicorns. I think it's some of the prettiest music I've ever heard. But, uh, but yeah, yeah that, would, that would be one for me. Mm-hmm. I think people really consider that movie maybe style over substance. I think it's what it's really known it. for is the, you know, the darkness character. Yeah. Is, is what I remember from it, you know, mainly. And that's pretty much it. That's all I remember. Yeah, I can see it. But, you know, I, I've, I've been a sucker for movies with a lot of style. Yeah. Uh, yeah. and little, little substance. Um. You know, hell, they're, uh, spaghetti westerns. A lot of those could be considered like that, right? Uh, some of them look—they look awesome, but they—they uh, they don't. They just have a kind of a very basic story. Not bring, right. not really bringing anything new to the plate. But I mean, it works for that. I'm, I'm fine with it. Um, but uh, yeah. Um, <sighs> Well, uh, a few I had mentioned 
uh, were some of John Carpenter's newer movies. Uh, Village of the Damned. Oh, yeah, yeah. Christopher Reeve. Yeah, yeah, when's the last time you saw that one? Man, I think the last time I saw that may have been with you years ago. <laughs> I was a big fan of it, yeah. Still am. You yeah, know, I've never good. seen the original either. Unfortunately. Oh, you need to. You really need yeah. to. The original's good. But, uh... And I enjoy the film. It's uh, back before... Uh, <laughs> oh, what's her name? Got all huge and nasty. Rebecca. Uh... Des Moines? Oh. Is she in there? No, no, no. No, no, Rebecca Des Moines. Who's the fat bitch that was like on Jenny Craig and shit? <laughs> uh, oh, Jesus, man. I, I'm trying to go through. I'm looking closer. Well, I'm going to go look at it. Oh. Um, I thought it was Rebecca something. It's it's uh, she was in uh, Star Trek Two. It was actually attractive in that. Uh, oh, Kirstie Alley. Kirstie Alley. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Oh damn! I saw the name right when you said it. Okay. Yeah, she was in it as well. Um, so it was back before she got all nasty. <sighs> what year was that? Sure, man. Ninety, ninety-five, maybe. Okay. Let me look it up. But uh, yeah, yeah, ninety-five. But uh, okay. I always liked it. I know I got a lot of you know nostalgia love for it because I saw it uh, you know in the theater, and I was a big John Carpenter fan, so I had big big expectations and. Uh, I don't know. I enjoyed the film. I don't really understand why some of the people hate on it so much, but probably considered you know, one of John Carpenter's worst films from around that period of time because I think he did, you know, this. He did, uh, you know, In the Mouth of Madness around this time. He did uh, Vampires. Yeah. yeah, I think you and I saw that together. Goes to Mars, which kind of oh, okay. no. you know ended his career for quite a while. Yeah, yeah I might want to even mention that one. But uh, it was in that you know odd period when when he was doing films like this, which I like Village of the Damned. I I fucking love uh, In the Mouth of Madness, as you know. Oh, yeah, that's a great one. That's, that's that one, one gets better movies. each time I watch it. Me too. But uh, yeah, those were two I had I wanted to mention that uh, I both really enjoy, you know, especially in the Mouth of Madness. It, it to me, it's Sam Neill that makes it. Oh man, uh, Sam Neill's awesome, and, and he's the reason I actually really like that movie, uh, Daybreakers. Yeah, uh, he makes it. Yeah, and uh, uh, yeah, I know which one you're gonna. Say. I know what you're going to say. Starts with an Event, E. Event Horizon. Yep. Yep. You knew I was going to say it. Uh, yeah, Sam I'm Neil, at it man. Right that's now. my dog, man. That's my motherfucker right there. I love that movie. 
Uh, yeah, he's he's one of the best uh, actors out there. Uh, I mean, still doing he, shit today, you know. Still, still doing you know great stuff. Yeah. There's a. I told uh, him so glad to see him in Daybreakers, man, because I hadn't seen him in anything myself for a while. And then well, I see him working. in there, and he has an age today. No, he really hasn't. He's in. Uh, there's a Netflix original right now called Peaky Blinders. I haven't watched any of it yet, but it uh, is getting pretty good reviews. Uh, yeah, I've heard of that. I haven't seen it. I didn't know he was in it, though. Yeah, he's one of the main guys in there. Um, yeah, the first time I saw Sam Neill, and I, I, I liked the movie because of him, would be uh, Jesus, uh, Damien. Was it the the third Omen movie? Or oh, okay. third Omen movie. Not Omen, but uh, <laughs> I liked him as the Antichrist and that. Yeah. Um, I just, I mean, it's just him. It's just the way he is. Uh, it, he plays a great bad guy. He does. He really does. Uh, but he, it's a shame he couldn't save Jurassic Park three. Yeah. Um, that's a that's a hard battle to fight, though. I know. I, I don't hold that against him at all. Uh, but uh, oh man, oh okay. I've got another one that you're probably going to disagree with me on. Okay. But uh, I, I love this movie. I, I love it for the wrong reasons. So uh, it's uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre: The Next Generation. No, I'm not going to disagree with you. I love that movie. Oh, you do? Okay. okay. I love it. That's uh, a great pick, uh, though. Uh, see, people, uh, big fans of Texas Chainsaw tend to absolutely loathe that. Yeah, they do. Um, and uh, it's Matthew McConaughey that makes that for me. That's yeah. Matthew McConaughey I love. I know it. Um, just balls out. Filmer, dude, just... Torturing the hell out of Renee Zellweger is hilarious to me. Just balls out. Yeah, just ball. Yeah, balls to the wall. Matthew McConaughey. They should have put that on Interstellar. I'm going to say that a whole bunch of times. Okay. <laughs> but uh, oh, I agree, man. I love that remote control leg he's got too. Dude, he keeps having to get the <laughs> the remotes out. None of them work. <laughs> it's so funny. It's so funny and awesome. Like, I don't know what people want, man. Like, I mean, do you do you want a remake of the first movie? Because, I mean, even Toby Hooper knows you can't do that. You know? Yeah. Like, I mean, people say that you know, as the series goes on, it gets worse. Which I wouldn't disagree with that, but. Part four, I think, is great. I mean, part three was really serious. You know, another serious take after part two was, you know, really more comedic. Yeah. But uh, I thought part four was awesome. It's still great. I think it's got a, uh, you know, it's got a cult following, I think. It should. It should, yeah. That, that to me, is like the definition of a cult movie. I love it. Uh, 
I just, how they get uh, they get Grandpa out, and he's just like can't even <laughs> hold the fucking hammer in his hand. Yeah, but you know, let's see. My thing is regarding movies like that. I usually don't care to see people being put through a hard time like that. I just don't. But right. that girl, they keep lighting her on fire and shit, do stupid shit with her. I can't help but laugh. It's all really just, yeah. it's over the top, really. Right, right. It's all talking to cheek, uh, I think. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, uh, but, uh, God damn, Matthew McConaughey is just, like, he, uh, okay, I've heard the term a force to be reckoned with regarding actors. Yeah. Uh, he's a force to be reckoned with in that thing. Absolutely. You know, because uh, he owns that role. Uh, well, I mean, this was, you know, Matthew McConaughey, Renee Zellweger, before they were, you know, name brands of any kind. Well, you know, yeah, I didn't. Before, you know, before uh, Days That Confused. I, didn't they suppress the movie? Yeah, it had a delayed oh, release. Yeah. Um, uh, it probably only came out because they were popular, or they were, you know, yeah. had uh, successful movies come out. That weird uh, angle, I still don't understand. Of that, that dude. Uh, I guess that, like, almost like a Freemason thing. But, but yeah. a satanic Freemason thing. He's got the the, the tattoos and and uh, piercings all in his nipples and all that. That guy, oh, shit. you know, that yeah. was so fucked up. That came out of what field for me. Right, right. Um, a lot of that movie did. It really uh, yeah, uh, kind of amped it up a notch. The transsexual uh, Leatherface. Oh, God, yeah, the Leatherface. <laughs> He's the best part of the movie, I think. Well, yeah, he keeps squealing like a... God damn it. Hold on. Oh. Squealing like a... Like, like a woman Lady. through the whole thing. Yeah, like a woman. But, I mean, that's that's one of the main complaints I hear from people, too, is, oh, man, Leatherface is a transvestite? But, I mean, where else do you go with that character? I think it's I think it's the perfect place to go. The end of it is really funny, though. He's just waving a chainsaw around in the air. Yeah. And Vilmer is just hitting the face with a crop duster or some shit. It's like uh, North by Northwest. Like an Amish and happening. Just a weird... I, I don't know, man. It's... It, it, it's... It, it, it's a damn good movie. I, I, I enjoy it every time I see it. Um, I totally agree. Uh, I need to watch it again. Oh, I do too. I really do. That's one that needs to be put on Blu-ray. I'm sure Twilight Time will release it like do fifty. They'll release ten copies. It'll be three hundred dollars on eBay. (laughs) The same scalper will buy them. Who happens to be like the brother of like the owner of the company. Fuck that dude, man. Fuck that company. Like, fuck any company that does that. Because they released uh, Fright Night on Blu-ray. Oh, damn. I that doesn't Fright make any sense to me, because, you know, stuff like Fright Night has, uh, 
I, I was saying it has a pretty decent following. Well, so does uh, The Blob, and so does, you know, uh, yeah. Not a Living Dead remake. Yeah, see, those are two I would definitely get on Blu-ray if, uh, oh, if they were those were, like that. If those were like $15 Blu-rays right in front of me right now, I'd definitely buy them. But yeah. I'm not paying that, that inflated-ass price when, you know, knowing they probably have no, like the the transfer is probably garbage. Yeah, it's almost like one of those uh, made-on-demand things. Right. I don't know that for a fact, but I'm sure it's probably shooting. Hmm. Man, it's almost like a, a fly-by-night company. Like I mean, they're they're doing such a limited pressing, and knowing that people are just buying these to sell. Like I would say, ninety percent are buying them to sell on eBay to some dumbass like me. Who wants to pay, you know, seventy five dollars, a hundred dollars for a, you know, copy? Well, it's I don't know. I'm I'm curious as to the arrangement made with the uh, studios who own the rights to those movies for them to just do um, such a limited release like that. I'm guessing these studios are so desperate for money that they're willing to do it. For such a limited number of copies, you know, it's so limited that it almost doesn't happen. You know, it's like it never happened. Well, that's that's why I'm not getting though. I mean, a company like Mill Creek would gladly take those and release yeah. them on Blu-ray. And uh, you know, Mill Creek is hit and miss, sure, but Mill Creek is also very affordable. Yeah. Uh, you know, you can also get these, you know, they'll release them individually at first, but then then you may get a bundle, you know. You might be able to get, like, three movies in a pack for, like, five bucks. You know, the, the quality may not be terrific, but who the fuck's going to complain about it for five bucks? Well, Mill Creek gets released in, like, Walmart and stuff, too. So, you know, that's some, you know, that's some decent money on their part, I'm sure. Exactly. So that's that's what I'm trying to, you know, I, most most of these companies who, uh, you know, uh, get the rights to these movies for a limited bit of time will make them either one big pressing or they'll just keep pressing these things while they have the rights. Right. Because you know, they want the money. And then, you know, of course, they'll lose the rights eventually. Uh, I don't know what's going on with the Twilight Time thing. These... I mean, it's not like, uh, uh, I, I don't know, it's not like, like I have a, uh, a movie that's uh, really obscure called The Hellstrom Chronicles. It's a weird, strange movie about uh, insects taking over the, the earth. Uh, it's a weird whole thing. Uh, all the films put it out. You know, that's another small label. Yeah. But, you know, they're not, they're not too bad. And they just re-released uh, The Running Man on Blu-ray, yeah. which is weird to me. Um, yeah, it is kind of a weird release. Uh, I mean, that's MGM. You know, MGM's library is just being scattered to the winds sure, at this point. Sure. Uh, but, you know, they just... Uh, Running Man was released on Blu-ray not long ago, anyway. Uh, by MGM, I guess. Um, oh, really? But, uh, yeah, I've got the first release of it. I had no reason to buy the 
all it films one. But I mean, why, why not deal with somebody like that? You know, it's more dollar widely available. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to go with somebody a little more obscure, go with that. You know, because again, the prices aren't ridiculous, and sometimes you can get them for ten bucks. Yeah, sure. They're, they're not like loaded with special features, but you're not fighting scalpers to get it, though. Yeah. Uh, Olive is weird, man. Like, I've only bought that one DVD that we watched, or the one uh, Blu-ray that we watched together. That's the only thing I've owned from them. Boogans? The Boogans, yeah. (laughs) But, I mean, I wasn't that pleased with the transfer or the special features or anything else, and it was like a $20, $30, you know, Blu-ray. Oh, was it? Okay. It was not cheap, no. I've since gave that away. Oh. Is it such a shitty movie? Yeah, we had to fast forward to the end of it to see the Boogans, and uh, it was a bit of a letdown. Oh, man. That whole movie was a letdown. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I just don't see... Uh, I mean, that that's a pretty small company, too, I think, because they don't have very many titles under their belt. Um, no, no, they don't. Um, but, but it's. Oh, let me look here. Let me. Okay, Night of the Living Dead is uh, Columbia. I think the Blob is too. Oh, there we go. Uh, the Blob, the Blob is TriStar. So yeah, they're both Sony. Um, why the hell is Sony subletting that out to Twilight Time? That's weird. Why not? You know, why not give that to, uh, like, I mean, even even uh, Screen Factory or Kino? Probably wanted too much money for it because Screen Factory does more than, you know, 500 discs or whatever. Maybe so. That may be how they keep their old cost down. Now that you it's something like that. Because, okay. I mean, like you said, you know, there's no way that they'd release that. Or, you know, they'd let them use that. But it's, you know, a limited release count, so. Um, I don't know. I've been boggling my mind over this shit for the past couple of years now. Uh, so. Um, I don't know. It sucks, man, because I love that, that Blob remake. I do too, man. I watched it uh, for Halloween. Oh, did you? Um, I've got the DVD, so I'm cool with that. That DVD's been out of print for a long time, too. Has it? Okay, yeah. I mean, I've got it. Uh, See, I remember seeing that on uh, either Showtime or Cinemax, or it may have been HBO years back. Yeah, I'll record it. showed it a lot, too. Um... Um, are you are you doing that grapefruit thing? That's the dollar man. He's trying to play with me. I'm trying to get him away from him. He won't leave me alone. He keeps pulling my pants down. <laughs> oh. God damn. Uh, sorry, I didn't know you could do that. 
Oh, I, it, it, it really does sound like that careless grapefruit thing. <laughs> careless grapefruit, yeah. Well, I'm trying to think of the name of it. I know, I know, grapefruit something or other. Uh, um, but uh, yeah, I saw that um, uh, Shout is releasing even more of uh, the old uh, MGM Midnight movies on Blu-ray, which is just awesome to me. Even Kino is too. I guess they're owned kind of by the same people because Kino is releasing the Quatermass Experiment, which is oh, awesome. Cool. But, yeah. Uh, Shout is releasing Planet of the Vampires, and uh, they've got a two pack of uh, Frogs and Food of the Gods for the Oh, man. That'd be awesome. So I get the feeling they're going to be releasing, uh, they're releasing at the Earth's core. Which means I guarantee you they'll have uh, Land that Time Forgot and uh, People that Time Forgot. And yeah. because of the Frogs and Through uh, the Gods thing, those were both separate releases. Right. Uh, so they combined those. So now they're going to do Tentacles, which is a guilty uh, pleasure of mine. I really like that movie. Uh, and uh, Empire of the Ants. Those will come out on Blu-ray as well. Um, that's going to happen. I guarantee you that's going to happen. Tentacles? Yeah, it's an Italian yeah. movie. I don't think I've seen that one. Was that a squid? It's a giant octopus. It came on TV a lot when we were younger. Um, it had uh, John Houston in it. Um, Shelly Winters and... Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, who was it? Peter Fonda? Um, I'm sure I've probably seen it at some point, man. You, you probably have. I mean, it, like I said, it's my like Empire of the Ants used to come on Saturday afternoons. Tentacles did too, or come on late at night during some, you know, marathon, watch a movie marathon. Um, but uh, that that movie is something else because the. <laughs> The way they get rid of the giant octopus is they release two orcas after it. Uh-huh. And what they do is they use puppets of orcas. But, you know, people are literally ripping an octopus to bits. Uh, that, I mean, that's happening on screen. Uh, that's awesome. And that, that's how they do it. I mean, they, you just see bits of tentacle floating everywhere. It's pretty brutal. But, uh, yeah, that sounds like something I definitely would have watched back in the day. Yeah, yeah. It's like Boo the Gods when they were obviously killing these rats on screen. <laughs> obviously, yeah. Um, but uh, you brought up Screen Factory, and I wanted to mention something real quick. Uh, mm-hmm. Have you heard about the problem with the... Uh, Oh man, I'm trying to think of the uh, the name of the movie. Uh, let me look it up real quick here. Um, uh-huh. Nightbreed. Mm, no, I don't think so. I don't think I've heard about it. Well, they released Nightbreed 
uh, in an, a uh, director's cut that's apparently never been seen before called The Cabal Cut. Yeah. They, they released uh, a... Uh, they had a two-disc release, which was the regular release, and they also had a uh, a four-disc edition, which was the special edition. Limited to... Uh-huh. It was originally limited to, I think, 500. And then they... Uh-huh. When they sold all those out, they increased that to a thousand releases. You know, a thousand. Oh, I think you may have mentioned this to me. Yeah, I, I probably mentioned it maybe a few months ago, back when it, you know, was a big, you know, debacle. But uh, I think the four discs was going for like seventy bucks, seventy-five bucks, something like that. But uh, wow. what happened was they <laughs> accidentally sent the special edition to the people that ordered the. Uh, the single disc or the double disc release, you know, just a small, you know, the $25 or whatever it was, you know, they they sent them the big special edition version. <laughs> and then they wow. you know, did a big press release where they asked these people to please return it. <clears throat> and they were, you know, going to send it to the people that actually ordered it, but I mean, there's lots of people now that ordered that big special edition that haven't gotten it yet, and uh, you know, lots of people that ordered the original, you know, the single version that got the special edition version. So it's a big fuck up, man. Like, I mean, you know, all they're gonna do is repackage these for the very select few that actually send it back. You know, they're gonna, uh, you know, repackage that shit and send it on to somebody new that actually paid for it. Well, they, they'd have to give some sort of incident for people to send it back. Yep. Uh, There's like a $5 dumb. credit or some dumb shit like that. Uh, that uh, sounds like a pretty bad snafu. Yeah, it is. Because, I mean, just imagine, like, if you were a big fan of that movie and you paid the 75 bucks. And not only did you not get it when it was released, but they sent you one that had already been opened and watched and just, you know, they did the re-cellophane on it or whatever. They resealed it up. Um, Yeah. How would you feel? Uh, I don't think I'd be too pleased with that. Uh, I think I'd have to figure something out for that. (laughs) Do some damage control or something. Yeah, this is uh, one of the few mistakes I think Screen Factory's made lately. I was I was pissed off when they they uh, you know re- released it. I almost bought that special edition. I was close because I'm a big fan of Nightbreed, but uh, I didn't get it. And then they you know released a week later. Oh, we've decided to increase printing to a thousand instead of five hundred. Yeah, how much were they charging for it initially? Oh man, it was like seventy five bucks. See, if they're gonna increase the uh the print run, they need to decrease the price. If the, if they're gonna do that. But uh, then again, I mean I, I do see why people will be pissed off about that. So you're paying premium prices for something like that. Right. When I'm seeing uh, just a quick look over here, uh, Walmart's got it for 
7197 a few other places I see for you know 6999 so I mean it's still running for you know around 70 bucks uh the ones that people actually do return they'll just send them all to you I ah, they need to yeah yeah that's that's uh, another thing that pissed me off about them I told you about all the ones that they they sent him all these free movies, right? Yeah. That's just... That's shitty, man. That's a slap in the face of people that have paid good money for their releases. Yeah. Uh, so I uh, I mean, if he would do some sort of publicity for them, and that was in a contract, just pay me one... You know, one of each. Well, each well, okay, sure. But uh, well, it was probably just to get the fucking picture of him, you know, looking like a fucking happy squirrel with all the copies of their movies. Yay! I got free shit. I'm a fucking millionaire. I need free shit. Like, go fuck yourself. I paid thirty-five dollars for this movie. Um, do you do you have demons on Blu-ray? I do, but I have the Arrow release. Oh, okay. Because I, I saw that the uh, uh, Screen Factory releases uh, on sale for fifteen dollars right now. Yeah, they've got uh, a. Uh, they they originally released a box set with Demons One, Demons Two for it was like seventy, eighty bucks too. But now they've oh, wow. released a single. They've released the single editions. It was a still book. It's what they originally did, and then they've released the single edition since. But, yeah. but yeah, I'm a big fan of those movies. But yeah, I, I had to buy the Arrow because they were much cheaper. Yeah, I noticed that. I was looking at that earlier. Um, the Arrow uh-huh. releases are actually really good too. So. Yeah. Um, and luckily, the exchange rate is, you know, gotten a little bit softer than it was just a few months ago. Right. Not not quite as bad. Nah, it's like a dollar fifty-eight cents to the pound, and it was like a dollar seventy-nine cents a few months ago. Uh, of course, that shit adds up. So. Um, yeah, that that's true. Well, plus the shipping, still, really. Uh, yeah, yeah, the, uh, you know, honestly, the shipping from Amazon UK has not really bothered me all that much because they'll get stuff to me in much better shape than sometimes Amazon US will. Really? I've never had a package damaged in any way through Amazon UK. I mean, corners are pristine and everything. I mean, they're, they're great. They're, they look brand new. Sometimes Amazon US will send me shit that looks like it's been sitting in a, uh, you know, the Walmart $5 bin at the bottom, you know? Right. Um, 
They're bad about books. They're really bad about books with that. But, you know, Amazon UK, you know, you pay three, four bucks for shipping. You're getting good shipping. And sometimes it comes in fast as hell. I've got some stuff down well within a week uh, from the UK. Um, Like, you know, I was looking tonight because there's still Hammer uh, Blu-rays that are not released here. I still Uh want to get from there. Oh, yeah. Uh, Some of them can be pretty expensive. But uh, yeah. they have one that's like 10 pounds right now. I'm going to get it, but I don't know if I'm, I'm going to be able to or not. Uh, but, well, um, I've always done the, the Amazon Prime, at least for the past few years now, and I haven't really had any complaints with shipping. Uh, yeah, I've got Prime, too. Uh, I do have some issues with, with shipping at times, like, just the other day, I had to get a book for school. Uh-huh. And, uh, I ordered it on uh, Thursday. It was supposed to come in Saturday. Well, I wasn't here when it came in. And whenever you have anything that's supposed to be delivered on Saturdays, you have to sign for it. It's sent oh, differently. Yeah. And uh, so I was like, well, shit, you know. But the thing is, they sent me an email saying they had attempted to send it, but they never put a uh, you know a sticker on the door. Nothing. Right. You know, because all you have to do is take that, sign it, leave it on the door, and they'll just leave the package there. It's no big deal. Right. Well, Monday comes around. I need the book that Monday. Uh, it comes around. They don't even try to send it. There was nothing. There was no attempt to, to deliver it to me. And then, uh, I don't know if it was a holiday or what. I don't think it was. Um, no, no, I don't think it was. Um, so it, it wasn't until Tuesday they made their second attempt. Yeah. And they finally left it for me there. But that's happened to me about two other times. So, um, you know, somebody like me, I, if, I'll even be here and it'll come by. Right. And I, I won't hear them. I can't hear the I've doorbell ring, you know. I've, they don't ring it, you know, a lot of times. They don't even ring it. Uh, yeah, it's and that that crap. That that kind of stuff irritates me. Because what's the point of Prime if I'm still getting stuff after a week? Sure, sure. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and, you know, especially since Prime went up in price. Yeah. I don't know, man. I've I mean, I haven't really had any problems that I can speak of. Um, I mean, by large, I'm fine with Amazon. I just, you know, you have those, uh, some issues like that. Uh, but I, I will always, um, I guess, complain about Amazon and um, their books, buy books through them. Uh, if, if you can help not to buy a book through them, don't do it. Especially hardcover books, because they will come in damaged. Uh, really? I've got a friend of mine who orders books constantly to them, all hardcover, yeah. uh, and he's constantly having to send them back. He's gotten to where he'll order four or five of them, and just to keep the one he likes and send all the others back, the one with the least amount of damage. It's that bad. The corners get all uh, fucked up. Yeah, I mean, there, and you can prevent that. I. I bought hardcover books through uh, 
a company called Hamilton Books, a much smaller organization, but they come in in fantastic shape for them. Why the hell can't Amazon uh, do that? So, uh, but even paperback books will have, you know, like dents and shit in them. You don't. You shouldn't have that. You know, you in a brand new book, you don't need that. Yeah, so, I mean, I guess if you're a collector, it's kind of different too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, my thing for me is, why why buy a new book if it's going to come in that kind of shape? I've bought sure. used books through them, through other sellers, and have come in better shape than new books through Amazon. Right. So that's 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 ridiculous, uh, and it's consistent too. Sure. Um, so that's something they need to fix. Um. Uh, DVDs are are harder to mess up, so that's not so much an issue. Oh, it's yeah. a box, you know. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I well, don't bitch about that. Shit, man! I guess we can go and cut this off here. If you have anything else okay. to add, no, no, I'm good, man. I think I'm about to pass out, honestly. <laughs> Me too retired myself but uh yeah we appreciate you guys listening if you listen this long and uh check us out on twitter at two peas on a pod and give us any recommendations any show ideas things you want us to watch stuff like that we appreciate it thanks for listening here's a fax from cooter in orlando who sends me a copy of a story that appeared in the los angeles times he says a prestigious, uh, prestigious newspaper, not the oft-maligned weekly world news. Quoting the story, In retrospect, lighting the match was my big mistake, but I was only trying to retrieve the gerbil. Eric Tomaszewski told bemused doctors in the severe burns unit of Salt Lake City Hospital. Tomaszewski and his homosexual partner, Andrew Kinky Farnham, had been admitted for emergency treatment after a felching session had gone seriously wrong. I pushed a cardboard tube up his rectum and slipped Raggett, our gerbil, in, he explained. As usual, Kiki shouted out, Armageddon! My, my cue that he'd had enough. I tried to retrieve Raggett, but he wouldn't come out again, so I peered into the tube and struck a match, thinking the light might attract him. <laughs> At a hushed press conference, a hospital spokesman (laughs) described what happened next. The match ignited a pocket of intestinal gas and flame shot out the tube, (laughs) igniting Mr. Tomachevsky's hair and severely burning his face. It also set fire to the gerbil's fur and whiskers, which in turn ignited a larger pocket of gas further up the intestine, propelling the rodent out like a cannonball. (laughs) Armageddon! I'm again. i suffered second degree burns and a broken nose from the impact of the gerbil. <laughs> While Fernum suffered first and second degree burns to his anus and lower intestinal tract. <laughs> Time again! <laughs> <laughs>
into the tube and struck a match taking the light might make the gerbil come out. <laughs> so that's what felching is all about. <laughs> Armageddon! <laughs> Who says that? I didn't. Robert D. Raven on the John Bourne Billy Show. Booty time, booty time across the USA. Booty time, booty time 